Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. All right, Schmovale, coming in hot today with some guilty movie pleasures. I'm Josh Makuga, alongside my co-host, star of Love with a Side of Kissing, Ben Ben Begley. Now you're just intentionally messing up the credit every time. Uh, And I love that you're just fixated on the Hallmark movie and nothing else. You're just like... Every time I intro Ben, it's going to be something about the Hallmark movie, and I'm going to mangle the title. Love with a chance of kissing? Yeah. <laughs> no, love with a side of kissing. Love with a side of kissing. You're welcome. It's a Valentine's Day restaurant. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. Uh, okay. No, you know I love you. Because um, <laughs> you've done so much stuff. You're on TV for all this stuff, but the only thing I can always like... I love it. I can... No, I think it's the best intro ever. <laughs> If I ever do stand-up again, I expect you to introduce me that way. <laughs> Bobblehead Begley in studio. Uh, you, We just watched. Uh, we just watched. Literally just finished just watching finished it. Just finished it. Um, we, we, the, I, since we started this show, JTE, fans on Twitter, Facebook, Schmoville, everybody has requested that we do this horrendous movie. I have... PTSD right now from it. <laughs> I'm still reeling. Like I'm gonna need a few minutes of this show to warm up my brain because it was rough. Oh yeah, it was a brutal. we now just so you know, audience, we're not we're not faking this. We literally just watched it in the screening room next door yeah. and finished it five minutes before coming on here. Live. Ran into studio and, and all hands and head, kind of <laughs> like if your team is undefeated and you just lose to the worst team in the league. That's how just how at one felt. point during the movie, I actually stood up and walked in the corner like <laughs> yeah, just I'm done. I just That's stood it. in the corner like I had been like I had a dunce hat on. Like, I cannot take it. Okay, first time I saw this movie, I was telling you before yeah. okay i loved ducktales who loved, didn't i mean it was an amazing show our, our buddy brian o'sullivan uh does an amazing song about uh ducktales and uh, the breaking down of ducktales if you guys look him up uh brian o'sullivan find him on twitter bo comedy look at uh, that you just got free uh yeah. publicity ask brian him, o'sullivan ask go find his video about ducktales or if you see him uh he, he if you see him country. in person ask him no it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing anyway so we love ducktales my family and when the howard the duck uh, like you know, promos came on. It was with that song, Howard the Duck. So my, I figured it was a Ducktales kind of. You were off. four, four well, yeah. in '86, and we figured it was it was a duck kind of thing. So we told my dad we want to go see Howard the Duck, and he and my mom, my brother and I all went to see Howard the Duck. And I know, I know, twenty minutes in, my dad, and mom were like, "What is this? There's duck nipples. Uh, this is." And then you see Leah Thompson with underwear on, and it's a duck and a woman possibly going at it. We didn't leave the theater. We were never one of those families that got up and left, but. I'm really positive that my parents were super close to just dragging us out of that. I thought you said they did drag you, but you're four, so who the hell remembers? Yeah, I mean, oh, I got a memory when it comes to that kind of stuff. Weirdly (laughs) enough, yeah, but uh, I remember nothing from my fourth year of life. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that I remember this movie being just as bad as it is today. It's just that we can pick it out more. I don't, to be honest, I don't remember when I first saw it. I remember like, I remember seeing it with my parents and them getting freaked out 20 minutes in at the weird, which we'll talk about, the weird like sex dungeon sauna. (laughs) Burke Williams for perverts and prostitutes is what it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's basically what it was. I remember them being freaked out by that and just shutting it off. But oh. I don't remember when I saw the entire movie. All the way through? I remember, really? I remember uh. later, like, watching it on TV and it was edited with commercials. And then I'm sure at some point, I, I know, because I know I've seen it in its entirety, because when we were watching it today, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I've seen this garbage. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Well, you sent me a text yesterday that said, and I'm pretty sure before you sent the text, it was just... <sighs> yeah, you you can't really write out yeah. the long, brief, the long sigh of frustration, but uh, oh. it was it was it was a, a very lengthy text of you saying I'm 45 minutes into this piece of garbage. I didn't realize how bad it is, how weird it is, how yeah. creeped out I am. And then that's where I just we just decided to watch it today and yeah. make fun of it together because it just <laughs> at home alone it just felt so just. It was just a lonely... Lo- I, w- I was an island, and I was just sitting there, and the only oh. person there was Howard. And it was, <laughs> it was, that is not my Desert Island movie. Ugh. And it, so, it, here's the terrible part about this movie, too. It's almost two hours. Yeah, It, it is a long movie. It, before we get into the plot, there are f- a few things I'd like to... Uh, usually, like some things are like charmingly 80s bad. Mm-hmm. This movie has moments of that, yeah. but then too many terrible moments. It's too long. There's a whole... We, we'll talk about it in the beginning. There's a whole 20-minute section that doesn't need to be there. No. Uh, it's marketed as a kid's movie, yeah. but incredibly perverted and terrifying it's in the PG. end. And also, so if they would have just made this an R-rated kind of raunchy movie, yeah. it would have been awesome. But they played the middle line, and so it's too creepy for kids and too mm-hmm. stupid and hammy for adults. <laughs> and Tim Robbins, you would never know he would make the shot. You would think his career is over Done. after this film. Yeah, that he would it's have like, gone away and hidden like Rick Moranis. It's like Jake Gyllenhaal and Bubble Boy, though. You Ooh, never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. That's another guilty movie pleasure. But I mean, come on, Bubble Boy became Nightcrawler. Yeah, and not and the X Men Nightcrawler. Filzy but. became Andy Dufresne. Filzy. Filzy. His and, name is And Filzy. Beverly slash Leah Thompson became uh, on, on Switched at Birth and Back to the Future. She's <laughs> and Caroline in the City. Yeah. I mean, let, let's... Leah Thompson. Hello. In 10 this. out of 10. Just She's sexy. perfect in this movie. No, I mean, who cares if her acting is absolutely terrible that we've seen better Everybody's acting. Everybody's in it. Yeah, in stage plays and if acting If you make class, Tim Robbins bad, it's Leah yeah. Thompson. Come on. Well, I don't think Can't Lucas, blame anybody. Lucas was ever really into performances. When he didn't even direct this, this no. other guy directed it where they were saying that it was his second feature and his final feature, his final theatrical. Oh, so I got guy. Why, well, I want to look up and see what else he's done. you got to imagine if you went into if he's if he's still alive, I don't know, William Huck, I believe is the yeah, guy's yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Um, he, if you were to go into his house today, there would either there would either be pictures of Howard the Duck everywhere because he's still proud of the masterpiece that he made, or everything. There's a duck, and it's like um, uh, uh, Ray Finkel in yeah. Ace Ventura, where it's <laughs> die duck die laces out but, duck. Yeah. You know that works well because it's Dan Marino, yeah, so yeah. It's die Dan die. I like um, that. Well, he was you know as a producer on. I mean, hold on, let's see director here. We should have. I mean. <laughs> it's just we, we we weren't as prepared for this. Howard we, the Duck, uh, Best uh, Defense, French Postcards, and Messiah of that's Evil. That's it. That's Howard it. the Duck killed his career. Yeah, and he but then he wrote a bunch of stuff. So, but but see, oh, he wrote something. American Graffiti. He helped write Indiana Jones Temple of the Doom. Secrets of a Hollywood Nurse sounds like <laughs> a really good one. So yeah, yeah. that was in 2008. Between 1994 and 2008, he had done absolutely nothing. Yeah, he, he's making a resurgence. I'm pretty sure he was in a like a promises type of psych ward where every he kept just seeing ducks just <laughs> flying out of nowhere. He oh hates Oregon, the Oregon football team. Well, just oh, he, oh. poor guy. There are now. Don't get me wrong. There are moments where we laughed out loud because it was 
genuinely funny and also just genuinely so bad that mm-hmm. it's it's like watching a really confusing train wreck with a duck <laughs> that's causing the wreck. It's just <laughs> everywhere the duck goes, a train car derails. Yeah, it's just so I don't even know where to begin with well, this movie. Well, let's just say this for everybody out there, if you guys don't know, this is the first movie ever made based on a Marvel yeah. character. So if, again, if we're if we're talking about before's and afters, Bubble Boy to Nightcrawler, uh Billzy the- to Andy Dufresne, Howard the Duck to the Avengers. Avengers. Okay. And Guardians of the Galaxy. It's unbelievable that this is the first one and that Marvel Studios didn't just collapse. They're <laughs> it's like, just a, do you it, think you go into Marvel and it's got like every movie they made and then Howard the Duck's just like in the in the guest bathroom above a urinal? <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. So, yeah. Or Howard the Duck is like the, uh, the you know how sometimes they have advertisements that you pee on in the urinal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's just the Howard the Duck's uh, poster there and you just piss all over it in or Marvel. The, or there's a bathroom called the Howard the Duck bathroom and it really stinks and every and if you if you release a terrible movie if you're in trouble at Marvel <laughs> Studios that's the only one you're allowed to use. It's that's like, the weirdest punishment I've ever heard. Uh, that Hey, your movie really stinks, and now you have to literally go in a bathroom that stinks based on one of our stinkiest movies. Hey, I'm just trying to think. I liked it. I liked it. No, I I think that 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 is a very imaginative punishment. All right. Should we uh, do the... Yeah. So, okay. Last week we did the plot in two minutes. This week we can definitely do the plot in two minutes. Oh, we got ten seconds. Uh, So, let's... We can honestly do it in upwards of 15 seconds if you wanted to, but we're going to go full two minutes. Two... Now and go. Uh, starts in an in a, in a alternate universe where everybody's a duck guy who's obviously like sort of down on his luck. We're not sure if he's a movie star. He was in because there's all these confusing posters where it's like Breeders of the Lost yes. Ark and these Lucas properties. All puns, all terrible puns on ducks. Okay, yeah. uh, he sits in his favorite chair. He's smoking a cigar. Can't find anything. On Pulls TV. out a Playboy Pulls with a duck on it. Goes duck. what? And, uh, first duck, duck nipples. nipples. And then uh, so, uh, his chair starts rumbling. His recliner sucks him through an apartment building. You see a second set of duck nipples. A woman in, singing in a bathtub, bathtub where she does doesn't react at all. D- duck chair lands on Earth in Cleveland. Uh, of all places. He sees a club. Uh, well, he starts getting attacked by punks, and then he goes into... Uh, he gets he gets taken and handed off to a nurse. The, the punks, instead of beating him up, in throw him into a, a, a club, and then he, he gets like thrown out of there, yeah. and this hilarity ensues. Yeah. Then he meets... He saves... Somehow he saves Leah Thompson, Leah Thompson because he, has, he knows he quack foo. knows quack foo. They immediately fall in love. Then she takes him to a scientist, played by Tim Robbins. That's correct. Tim Robbins turns out to be a janitor there, basically. He's a lab assistant. Lab so they get One immediately minute. pissed at him for no reason. Yeah. Leave. Then she, uh, Leah Thompson and Howard the Duck get uh, pissed at each other for no reason. Right. Leave. He goes to the creepy sex dungeon place where he, he well, gets he goes, a job. He goes he, to uh, like an employment place, and the employment place puts him inside a sex dungeon slash Burke Williams. Burke Williams, yeah. Right. And then uh, he realizes he, he can't quits do it. there. He quits there, goes and finds Leah Thompson again. <laughs> They're buddy-buddy again. Best buds again. Flint, uh, Philzy walks in with a couple other scientists. Other scientists like, oh, we when found, they almost have sex. Yeah, we, yeah they're um, weird Almost bestiality. Uh, the scientists are like, we think we found how you got here they take him this thing uh, everything's gone to shit 27 seconds go everything's gone to shit the uh uh, dr jennings character is has disappeared and then this is where it gets really crazy apparently he's been infected by a dark overlord and then there's this really long sequence where they're just casually hanging out with him until things go crazy at a diner and then there's this big chase where he he takes leah thompson and goes with his energy tube or whatever and then uh, um they basically chase him in an airplane and uh, i'm getting so stressed out and and they fight with this one gun that kills them all and then at the end he saves the day <laughs> we got to two minutes but we missed about the last 35 minutes uh guys oh, yeah. we don't want to we don't this was a no spoiler two minute, yeah, no spoiler. Two breakdown uh and then uh, the, the movie ends with this song jte play it wait can you play it because we 
No, give him a second. Give, give him a second. second. Um, uh, just to elaborate, we'll elaborate on the plot holes of the ending. Just, uh, just a little bit. A little bit. I got so it's, I kept looking at the clock and I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I was so scared. You don't do well under pressure, eh, Benny? I do. I just uh, I just go to the hell with the duck bathroom immediately. Ah! <laughs> Hashtag oh, duck nipples. Is... <laughs> oh, this is like the end of the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, okay, here maybe here we go. Okay. Lee Thompson did all of her own singing in this. She she is a straight ten. Yeah. I mean, if I could use a lineup that that Howard would probably use and my dad's friends, she's a fox. She's a fox. And Katie Seagal's sister plays the drums. Howard the duck. I don't know what she says there. Uh, something about the duck. Okay, something you can about cut the it, fellas' touch. I love him apart. <laughs> I I want to look up the JT. Can you find the lyrics of what she says there? If you can find the lyrics, and then you you have to sing them in Leah Thompson's voice. So yeah. Um, I love though in the eighties and nineties how they had such blatant. Um, it's like it worked for Ghostbusters, and so every other movie did a very overt rock uh, theme song. Rock theme song, yeah, where it's like yeah. Garbage Pail Kids, like you can be a Garbage Pail Kid. It's like Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. There's a Demolition Man theme song, right? Isn't there? He's a Demolition Man. There's something. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> There's if uh, there isn't, there should be. Well, there, you know, the Ducktales song and Howard the Duck song are pretty much the same thing. It's like yeah. Ducktales, woo, Howard. The the, here, wait, let's sing it at the same okay. time. Ready? Ducktales. Oh, wait, oh, I'll take Howard. Okay. Howard the duck. Yeah, it's the exact same. Yeah. I like how long it took us to. We both just wanted to sing Ducktales because it's a yes. better theme. Um, uh, what part of the song do you want to know? I got the lyrics. Uh, uh, okay, it's something about so the fellas. Goes, I love him the, the most, duck. or something. What, what did she say next? This is ridiculous. It says this guy's original. He's got the juice. <laughs> well, hey, look out, world! The duck is on the loose. <laughs> no, there's another part. That... Anyway, so it goes. Uh oh, get the planet on the phone. Ain't no time to waste. Tell 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 him he ain't coming home. To join the human race. <laughs> Call him Howard the Duck. Done. Join the human race. Yeah. Ain't uh, no ain't, way to conceal, conceal it. it. What is with, this? With a feather's with, touch. With a feather's touch. I love him apart. What? Call, yeah. Call him Howard the Duck. And he shot an arrow th- straight through my heart. With a feather's touch, I love him apart. So wait, is he eventually going to start banging Leah Thompson? I think that's insinuated. A hundred percent. Because then at the very end, at the end credits, because you had to walk out and get ready, uh, there's a moment where they do like the, the, the Shane and Rick Grimes thing in Walking Dead where they go like head to head, like forehead to forehead. Oh, yeah. Carl. Carl. Damn it, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk. Um, let's talk. Oh. I guess maybe some plot holes here. That... Uh, some. How about the entire, <laughs> the entire movie, movie is a plot hole? It's an hour and fifty minute plot hole. Okay. Uh, um, I think your favorite one that you pointed out to me is pizza. Is the pizza? There's all these inconsistencies about uh, his world is exactly like ours, only they're ducks. Right. But he doesn't understand basic things. Like at one point he goes, "What's pizza?" Yeah. But then he understands like retirement. And, yeah, uh, and the American dream. Washington D.C. is where he's from. Also, there's like no real reason we should ever like Howard the Duck. Ugh. He's a giant perverted skis ball. The, the unemployment woman. He, first off, he, he he lands and then gropes that woman. Oh, then he's yeah. like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> what? 
What is he's it? never seen human skin yet. His his body and mind instinctively tell him I should rub this woman's leg because she's getting fondled in an alley. Or the employment agent woman when she bends over and he goes ah, yeah. like he's gonna bite her ass. What is that? Uh, <laughs> is that a like he's hungry or it's so weird? He, you know what he's like. He's sort of like. Um, you know, in coming to America, when they go to Queens and they go to the apartment building, and the actor who's now in Banshee, which is a great show if you guys don't watch Banshee, uh, he tells him, you know, I got this apartment, and he's smoking the cigar the whole time, and he's just kind of a scumbag. That's Howard the Duck. Yeah, that's Howard the Duck. Yeah, he's Howard the Duck. I can see that. He's all, and he's all of his one-liners are just terribly. Y- you got to imagine that Lucas, his only job in this was to punch it up with jokes he had heard buddies tell in the cafeteria. I don't know what Lucas's job was in Holy this. Holy Christ, this movie is so bad. <laughs> So I just well, first broke off, down there. First off, the the biggest thing you and I talked about is that there's an unnecessary crisis moment mm-hmm. 20 minutes in. Yeah. Like, first off, he meets this girl. He saves her after being a giant pansy. Yeah. And then he somehow, now he's like, I know quack foo. And he fights all these dudes. Which can, do we have that clip where he says, uh, I, I, I'm uh, an expert at co- uh, uh, quack foo. Oh, we'll get to quack yeah, foo. We'll We're going to talk to Cody first. Yeah. We got Cody Hall on the line. He's uh, he's a handsome guy. He's from uh, Southern California. He's the associate producer of the show, runs a social network. I believe this morning was the first time he's ever seen Howard the Duck, so he's in the same place that he's we are. still reeling. In a wormhole of emotion brought on by a movie that can only be considered just terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody Hall. What the hell did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> What what are your initial uh, thoughts? Yeah, initial thoughts, initial impressions. Uh, talk. Any? I just, yeah. I don't, I have no words to describe it, man. There are so many times where I was just like, "Why is this in a kids movie?" You have duck nipples within the first sixty seconds. Yeah. Duck boobs. Sorry. Twice. Duck boobs. Duck boobs. Oh, well, yeah. du- nipples on Howard, duck boobs. Howard has a freaking condom in his wallet. Oh yeah, oh, we yeah, forgot about condom. that. The duck condom. <laughs> yeah. Let's just. Ex- sorry, Cody. Just to pause that for a second, we're going to explain to the audience no, in case they don't remember. Leah Thompson's character, Beverly, when Howard falls asleep, she's looking through his wallet and there's like yep. blooming ducks. And then she pulls blooming out, ducks. she pulls out not a condom and a wrapper. Oh, she forgot a mallard card. A mallard of a card. Ma- a master card. Yeah. She Just pulls puns out. puns for days. She pulls out a condom not in a wrapper. It's unwrapped and it's like wrinkly and it looks like it may have been used and it's tiny. Well, but in, in the duck world, you can reuse condoms. Apparently. Because they, I <laughs> can't be sanitary. And then she just, in her reaction, instead of being like, you were filthy, she just goes, Howard, like, you cheeky little ducky. And she's smitten with him from the beginning when everything is like, you are a rapey little, uh, just disease infested bird. <laughs> so, birds anyways, carry Legionnaires disease. Yeah. In case we especially forget. if they're having sex with the same condom over and over again. It can't be sanitary. Cody, what else? Sorry, what else? Was, we missed? Yes. I, I, I cut you off. I want to know why they decided to have him get a job at that, like, like, Why does that entire thing that exist? The well, movie, like, oh, let's have him work at a library. But, no, school. no, let's have him work at a sex dungeon. I That'd feel, be good for kids. I feel like what what happened was he went. And I'm just throwing some backstory here. Yeah, we're please, do, please, God, do this is what I think happened, Cody. And I, I'm not the script supervisor, so please don't blame me for it. But what happened? Was, Apparently, no one was. Went, <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was not, they didn't have the budget for a script supervisor. Was, they spent two million dollars on the Howard the Duck, the suit, duck suit, which yes. we read. It actually was two million dollars <laughs> on the suit. So what happened was he went into the employment office and they asked. 
ask them, you know, what kind of stuff he had done in the past. And in, in, you know, they put it in the computer and it, it just rallied out some places he could work. And we know that he loves play duck. We know that he's really in, his neighbors are all new, like they're into really having sex and kind of he's into, he's into duck nipples. So he figured what's the best place to get acclimated into America, into earth is at a, a sex dungeon with a mud bath and people that aggressively hook up but it doesn't make any sense because they're just like whacking their heads against one another yeah it's 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 apparently a place that does not exist and has never existed uh instead of just making it like a strip club or a brothel they confuse you by making it like i said earlier a burke williams that happens to just be like if you combine burke williams with amsterdam and my worst nightmares is what this place is it's just like this skeezy and there's a a sweatiest manager ever Uh he's like are you supposed to fix any He's just like sweating. His glasses are all foggy. Where is this place? It's very in scary. Cleveland. I grew up in Akron, Ohio. I've been to Cleveland several times. Just so you know, there's no place like this in Cleveland. So don't get the wrong idea about Cleveland. There might be, but there is no duck working there. There is definitely no duck working there. What, what else? What, what do you got like later on down the line? Because as this movie goes on, it doesn't get better. It gets it, worse. It, it's it, two separate movies. Incrementally gets worse. Yeah, did they just have no budget to do the monster effects, so they just had the guy pretend to be the monster the whole time? Like, he's doing his weird voice. That sounds like Frieza from Dragon Ball Z or something. That's uh, that's a pretty good point. Yeah, well, that's what we were talking about as well. It's like any superhero movie, which I use that term very loosely here, (laughs) any movie with something like that usually sets up the bad guy at least in the first act or second act. Mm -hmm. You know, right in the beginning of the second act. And this one, it's like... He doesn't even get set up till 50 minutes yep. in, and then he doesn't transform till well over an hour in. Yeah, and then the the, the laser comes down. They're like, "Oh, you, there's going to be some bad guys coming. Better be careful." And you're and you don't know. Again, the only person we know thus far is that Howard the Duck. He's trying to get home, and people are freaked out by him, except when he's riding on a bus and he gets up to leave, instead of when he's actually on the bus. Nobody noticed him on the bus. At all. They're just like, oh my god, it's a duck! We've been on this bus for 45 minutes with a duck! And it's not even like they had cell phones back then, so they couldn't be distracted by Twitter. They were just literally like... In their own world, not paying attention. You know what's great about Howard the Duck? I'll just give... My only favorite thing about this movie is that the least threatening animal in the animal kingdom is a duck. Yeah. Because they waddle around, you just throw breadcrumbs at them in a lake, they hang out. They poop really liquidy. I had pet ducks at one point in my life for about two months. Oh, did you get them for Easter? Yeah, no, they were my 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 neighbors next to my grandma had them, and we got them, and I named mine Plucky, and my sister named hers Daisy. <laughs> and the problem is they shit again. They didn't name them Howard. Yeah, uh, so well, there's that. They shit all over the yard, and so when you're doing slip and slide, you're slipping everywhere but uh, on the slide. It's gross. just gross. Yeah. It just they're filthy. Um, so the least threatening thing yet everywhere Howard the Duck goes, uh, sort of people freak out. The only the, the only people that really freak out are the people when the director said, "Hey, freak out." Yeah, uh, it's. Very in- the reaction to him is very inconsistent, especially yeah. in the sex dungeon when he's thrown yeah. into the hot tub and they don't notice because, like you said, they're just head headbutting each other. <laughs> yes. like, this is how we make out. There's, there's a duck in the hot tub with me. Um, Cody, can we discuss Tim Robbins' acting real oh, quick? Oh God, um, I didn't even realize that was Tim Robbins until like halfway into the movie. Like, <laughs> what is he doing? Can we queue up one? Of, can we queue up one of those sound clips just to show his his great acting? Uh, like the it's nothing. Haha, or uh, or the. Or we can wait. We can wait because we'll do a little game with that. JT is running the board. If you guys couldn't tell, uh, what was the name of the clip you wanted? Uh, Tim Ro- Tim Robbins duck sound or it's nothing. Either one. Howard. <laughs> 
<laughs> that that right there some can we play that one more time because that right there sums up one more Tim Robbins' character. <laughs> now what? I'm pretty sure that uh, the reason why Howard Hughes went into seclusion was that uh, Catherine Hepburn ran into his apartment <laughs> high on mushrooms and just said, Howard! <laughs> I'm pretty sure the reason that um, Terrence Howard Ooh. was fired uh, for Iron Man 2 was because he started talking in the first person. Third person. In the third person, that's what I meant. In the third person. And when he came into the makeup trailer, he yelled at John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. Howard! <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, uh, when Dwight Howard left the Lakers and decided with the Rockets, I was so angry, I said... Howard! <laughs> And I'm pretty sure when the Rockets came back into L.A. for the first time, Kobe Bryant during warm-ups went right up to Dwight Howard and said, Howard! <laughs> uh, whenever my family would be like, we're going out to dinner to Howard Johnson today, I'd be like, what? Howard! I don't know if I have anything else. I don't know if I know any other Howards. I don't know any other Howards. All right. That's all I got. Uh, Uh, Cody, I'm just really glad that we were able to introduce you to this awful movie and that we ruined your day. I'm sorry we gave you space rabies. I'm not not glad about this. Hey, be careful of that space rabies. Yeah, can we play the space rabies clip for Cody? Because this is what we infected Cody with. Space, you're a dead man, Ginger. What are you talking about? Space rabies. <laughs> Which is, is that a real disease? I don't know, Chinch. I heard something about that on the news. <laughs> I don't know, Chinch. I heard something about that on the news. It was Bob Kai Goldtrake's brother, Dave Goldtrake. He was in like all these movies in the 80s, and all of them, it's all kind of like this. Oh, man. I'm sorry you got space rabies, Cody. Really, really apologize. We all have space rabies now. Thanks um, to Howard. Sorry, we're not sure what we're going to do next week. We need a little downtime after we, the, what we just weathered through this. So uh, um, thanks for calling in, buddy, and uh, we'll see you on Thursday. And by the way, your new nickname is Ginger, like the manager. Uh, that's oh, your, great. Even though you don't have red hair, Ginger. we're just going to call you Ginger because you, you have space rabies. I don't know, Cody. Right, you got good. space rabies. <laughs> see you, buddy. Just do the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Sorry, it's still in the third act. It was <laughs> JT, could you play another sound clip for us? You play, uh, yeah. I don't know any of them. Okay. Yes, you are. <laughs> you think that's funny, Jenny? I'm not Jenny anymore. I'm a transformation that comes to me. I am now someone why is he so vague about it? Yeah. Why didn't in that moment he say, I am Drad from the planet Dracul or whatever? It's like, why does he say, I am How awful someone? It's were... like they were writing the script as they went and they hadn't figured out what his name was yet. So they're like, just say someone else. It'll and we'll, seem. And we'll ADR it later and then maybe still didn't have anything. <laughs> It'll just seem ominous. What? What's this actor's oh, name again? Shit. Uh, Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones, um, who apparently got arrested for cut, uh, child Anyways, pornography. Yeah. Uh, the, um, That's gross. How awful for him is the fact that he had to do basically the entire movie in that voice. Yeah, because this character comes in for one scene yeah. where him and Tim Robbins and another scientist creepily walk into Leah Thompson's apartment without knocking, and he seems, without saying anything. In that he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Seems like a decent guy. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And can we just back up to the... Uh, I'm talking in this voice yeah. because we're going to talk about the almost uh, duck sex scene. Uh, the duck sex. Oh, yeah. Where it's cringeworthy. Ugh. It's 
that scene where okay. Howard and insi- first off, can Howard- I break this? Th- can I just Please say something? Break it down. Okay. Break okay. It down. okay. Howard's a pervert. We know this. Yes. Okay. So he's going to try anything to get with Leah Thompson. Yes. Okay. Now, if Leah Thompson in this scene, she she crawls into bed and this is where Howard like checks out her ass. And I, for all intents and purposes, to be on side with Howard, she looks incredible. She looks incredible. I mean, she's got that like 80s lacy panties. Yeah. It's not so much a thong, but it's got the string on the side. She's wearing this like pink slip that is underneath. And she's a punk rocker. So, you know, she gets freaky. Right. And all of her friends and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, she she gets in the bed with him and and then she says, but "Come she, on, again, come here and let's watch David Letterman." Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? And then they don't turn on a TV. No, she just has a remote, and then they decided to start like getting like fondly with it. Now, if Leah Thompson had been in really ugly pajamas, so like you know some some raggedy pants and an old Van Halen T shirt or something, right? Still hot. Still kind of hot. It would have been less, but she's not wearing any underwear. No, yeah, it's just like, what was she thinking coming out like that? <sighs> Again, I, I blame William Huck. And I do. Huck, or however you say it. Huck. But then the thing is, then Howard, so Howard comes on to her and he's like, hey, maybe we should try this. Then the second she goes, all right, ducky, yeah. he just becomes, he's like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. And it's like, has that condom just been sitting in there since he was a 15 year old duckling, you know, and he just hasn't used it. And he's, it may- and let's go back real quick. It's Cody brought it up. If you're a girl and you pick out a, a used condom out of a wallet, you don't go, how? Well, you throw it away. Real you go, quick. Ugh. <laughs> and you go with hand sanitized. That, yeah, that's you my don't just sit, condom. You don't just sit. Then she puts it down there and then she sits back down and leans dreamily against the, the window and goes, what am I going to do with you? Ducky, do we have that clip? Yeah, I think we do. What am I gonna? Yeah, here. What am I gonna do with you? That clip. This is her reaction after pulling a condom out. What am I gonna do with you, Ducky? <laughs> and again, oh, if we can rewind shit. to the fact that um, oh. Howard the Duck has just landed on Earth, like they've known each other for maybe twenty minutes, right. thirty. I've dated girls for years that had no nicknames for me besides Kooks. So that's not really ideal. I know. And if I, I never had a used condom in my wallet, but if I did, no matter how long I had been, even if my, if my wife had found a used condom in my wallet, she would be like, what the fuck is this? She would not be like, oh, oh Benny. Benny. No. Wait, that's can, weird. Um, can you, I'm just going to do the, the theme song a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you could, um, just, you know, talk over it and, uh, be, just be sentimental about okay. the used condom in your wallet. I'm still confused what we're doing real quick. Just start talking. Just start talking. Oh, look at this. He's got a little fake Discover card. And what's this? Is this a balloon? Oh, no, it's not. It's a condom. And it's wrinkly and it looks a little used. How adorable. Oh, Howie. Duck nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Just take, take us out, take us out. Uh, I guess I'll go to sleep. Hope he doesn't try and put his duck penis in me. <laughs> really had no idea where I was going with that. that. The movie like ha- will have uh, dynamic, dynamic music and then just cut right away to... That's it. That that literally, it's the same theme. The the guy that composed the theme over. to this had a Casio, and it just said like loving theme, and he hit the button, and then actions theme, and he hit the button. So we the thing is that in that moment mm-hmm. where she's like seducing him, and she puts her hand in his shirt, and he gets like a feather boner, where it goes in like Head a mo- feather boner, yeah, a mohawk boner. Uh-huh. Hashtag uh, mohawk boner. Hashtag mohawk boner. Hashtag oh howie. Uh, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag oh ducky. Duck nipples. There's a lot of hashtags this episode. Huge. Um, 
it's just it's such a weird scene and then she's like oh I'm just kidding let's give you a kiss and then she mounts him and they show a, a yeah. shadow of the creepiest inner species and then in kiss. walks Filzy the, the other scientist we never see again and no, uh, he disappears you're right for the rest of the house it's Dr. Jennings it's Simon house this fall on this Fox. When you couldn't rename the character, you just called him someone, someone else. Yeah, that's someone else versus Howie. In the in the in the script reading of this, you got to believe that somebody just said someone else, and they were like, "All right, can we hold on for a second? Uh, can somebody put a script note there? Uh, we're gonna have to change that to something. Uh, it can't just be someone else." Okay, let's keep reading. Yeah, let's keep reading, guys. Um... <laughs> Okay, and, uh, oh, oh, this, uh, this guy transforms into this weird, creepy monster, and yet everybody has kind of a very nonchalant reaction to him yeah. in the diner. Like, until he, when yeah, he goes, he this sounds like, like, like a tanning. bunch of bullpucky. <laughs> the guy literally says bullpucky, I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, it's PG. Uh, except for duck nipples yeah. and and borderline sex with a duck. Yeah, I mean, when they sent the the first copy of the movie to the whoever does this MPAA, thing, MPAA yeah. they were like, "Well, I mean, it's duck nipples, <laughs> duck nipples." That's the other thing. Why I don't mean to fixate on this, but I've never seen a duck with nipples. So nobody why, has. I, but I guess it's because they're they're evolved ducks. Oh right. Right, I don't know. I Based don't solely on that scene in the in the yeah. museum, they they've evolved from that, Tim, just non ducks from eggs straight up into upright walking ducks. Yeah, yeah. I gotta um, see what other plot. Well, yeah, what, we have some other we have some other fun sound clips. Yeah, too. what are the sound clips we got in there, JT? Uh, it's nothing. That's a good one. Ooh, we could yeah. ru- we could riff on that. No one laughs at a master of quack food. Uh, just so you know, in the beginning of that, I was I was laughing over it a little bit. He says, I've been doing too much toot. Yeah, so is this a drug that, again, they made up, and then during the script reading, they're like, okay, guys, okay, we're guys. just going to... It's placeholder of toot. <laughs> uh, we're going to need to circle back on toot, and then everybody just gave up, so there's like, leave toot. This entire like, script is just a placeholder yeah. for a better script. They're like, guys, yeah, it's a rough draft, and then they're like, oh, shit, we're already producing it. Ugh, we have a lot of placeholders We're 37 there. days into shooting, and nobody has really updated the script. Uh, wait, how many more days do we have? Like, three. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Fix it in post. That's why most of the movie is 80 yard. If anybody has uh, perhaps a uh, an idea of what toot is, please. Is it is it mushrooms mixed with mixed with acid, mixed with Molly, mixed with a fart, uh, <laughs> or is he just huffing a lot of paint? Did is you he ever... tooting the paint in his nose? <laughs> what is it? I don't. Did you ever have a weird cousin that called farting tooting? Uh, I mean, I think I called it tooting. Does that make me weird? Toots. Nah. Well, then there's that song "Toot It and Boot It." Which is all about? I think it's about having sex with a girl and then kicking her to the curb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so two. It sounds like you're Dutch ovening her yeah. and then kicking her out, which toot is just as a even more even more rude than the kicking into a curb. Um, Tooted and booted. So we did too much toot, and in other words, that he was uh, Howard the Duck can take down a guy that's been on some toot. Because uh, yeah. he knows Quackfoo. Uh, he knows Quackfoo, which is the first... Uh, there's, there's, This is a huge plot hole that we were talking about, is that <laughs> Howard the Duck doesn't really ever do anything heroic in no. this movie, ever. Uh-huh. The only scene is when he kicks the crap out of these two guys. And then puts the shoulder laser on the end and blows let's up. Let's just the... get to that. Let's yeah. just let's do that now. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about that now and do some sound clips, because that's okay. the thing. Yeah. This builds up to this big, out of nowhere... There's uh, a terrible chase scene in a motorcycle uh, helicopter It goes on forever. Go-kart. It's awful. goes on for the longest chase scene ever. It's like... Tim it, Robbins puts together this plane made of go-kart in parts... In three minutes. And then he's like, Howard, you fly You it. fly it, Howard. Because they were like, oh yeah, Howard has not done... He's the most inactive hero ever. And then... They face off with with uh, the guy who uh, with Doctor Jennings, who's now becoming a creature. He's like cr- claws ben, and like a, his name isn't Doctor Jennings anymore. It's someone else. Thank you. You're right. Sorry. They face off with someone else, 
And once again, Tim Robbins, Philzy, Phil, his, the character of Philzy, <laughs> and by the way, finds the gun and gives it to Howard. Philzy never calls himself Philzy. Now that is Leah, all of a sudden, Howard the Duck, master of nicknames, decides to call him Philzy during the world's worst chase scene ever. Philzy, Philzy, get up here! <laughs> and then uh, Philzy finds a gun and is like, "Well, it's never been tested before." And then again, instead but it should of work. instead of him firing it with the knowledge he actually has, he goes, "Howard, strap yourself into this." Weird, like, uh, six-wheeled uh, lab go-kart that just yeah. has to be hanging around. And now, instead of shooting him from a safe distance, yeah. drive head-on with him and start firing halfway. Yeah. Once you're halfway towards him. What? Well, you were talking about that when we were watching. You are like, why does he drive? He does it twice. Yeah. Just start shooting the freaking laser. And then somehow that laser beam doesn't kill Dr. Jennings. No. It releases someone else yeah. from him, which earlier they say they can't live on this planet unless they're in a host. Right. So Thought logic out the window. Right. You take it from here, okay. though. I'm, I'm bogarting the laser beam then talk. All, then all of a sudden, uh, the world starts shaking in the lab, and out pops an animatronic claymation uh, dinosaur that sort of looks like, I what guess, do we say? Uh, like, uh, like the monster from the Sarlacc pit mixed with a rancor. Mixed with a scorpion. Scorpion mixed with Predator mixed with Jabba the Hutt. Mixed with like, yeah, it's basically every monster in Return of the Jedi combined into right. one claymation. And it's melting a little bit, so it's Pizza the Hut too. Yeah. And it's also sort of like the um, uh, monsters in The Strain, remember we said because yeah. his mouth comes out and starts trying oh, to Oh yeah, that comes out. out of nowhere. Yeah. That terrified me as Ugh, a kid. Awful. Uh, so then Howard's like, well, I'll take this guy down. So he starts shooting him with the freaking laser and then he, but it takes him like 15 minutes to realize that he should use the laser again. Yeah. The only weapon in the lab that yeah. everybody should use and the monster that seems to know everybody's name because he's been hanging around all day he doesn't think let me take out the laser the laser's just sitting over there on the tank and they the set a clock tank. to be like we have four minutes until I bring four until minutes. I bring more dark yeah. overlords from the planet blah 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 <laughs> That's yep, a real planet. Exactly. That was another placeholder. So finally, blah, 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 he's like, blah. oh, I guess I better get back to the laser. He takes it off of, well, he doesn't need to. He takes it off of the, the mini tank, puts it on his shoulder, decides to start, he blows up the guy, and then one shot blows up the laser. No, he doesn't even put, take it off his shoulder. He's still on the cart again. Yo, yeah, now it's back on the he cart. He just gets, it literally is a repetition of the exact same thing he already did. It took 20 minutes to get there, too, by the way. So, and then smash yeah. cut to to the song. He just blows, he just blows up, he blows up the guy, and then blows up the tunnel, and then oh, the and then and then they they're all saved. Doctor Jennings is okay, and now apparently Howard is the manager and, of the band, and uh, Philzy is and Philzy is the tech guy. Yeah, he's the engineer because that's a lot more important than any scientific research he can do. Oh, but we have so many more sound clips that yeah. are great. We got to roll with. Okay. That's the, end of, okay. right. That's the end of the movie. So we, we went over the plot holes. Now, I'd love to do the uh, It's Sounds Nothing. Like, oh, yeah. It's Nothing. This is another thing that sums up uh, Tim Robbins' character. It's Nothing. It's Nothing! <laughs> it's Nothing! <laughs> Never mind! Carry on, Dr. So, um, one time when I, I, I was a kid and we had... We had do- what What's happening? Okay, hold on. He's. I'm gonna. I have my soundboard froze for a second there. Okay. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to make sure you weren't starting right away. I'll draw. I'll draw it out. When I was a kid, 
and I was 13, we had dial-up internet. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to look up new, nudie pics, because you couldn't <laughs> even get video with dial-up. You, you, it would take two hours to load a video. So I'd just load Playboy photos, oh, and yeah. it was in the room next to my parents, so they'd be asleep, <laughs> and I'd parents. fire that up at night at like 11.30, be like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. and I remember one time, it woke my parents up, and they came out, and they were like, Ben, what are you doing? And I said, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Never mind. And it just really confused them. They were, they were like, they were like, all right, okay, Jesus, calm okay. down, pull your pants on. <laughs> um, so uh, it was New Year's Eve day of uh, about 1994. My brother and I had had a, a, a fight, and uh, I was running up the stairs, and I slipped, and my knee went through the wall and dented the outside of the siding at our house. And my dad comes running down, and I screamed, "It's nothing! <laughs> it's nothing! Never mind!" Carry on, Doctor Chick. Uh, there was at one point uh, in college, this guy uh, that I was friends with, he, he got drunk and he tried to pick me up and he slammed me against the wall and my ass busted the the drywall. Oh, yeah. And then the people who were like, who were paying the rent and stuff came down and they were like, what the hell is this? And I was like, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Here we are, Dr. This, is, this might be my favorite sound clip we've ever I think done. It, I think it is. Okay. Um, so uh, one time I went into a, uh, it was a 7-Eleven. This is back in in, in, uh, in Pittsburgh. And I, I went up to the counter and you could tell the guy was a little weird. And I and I held up a, uh, just, it was, you know, one of those cherry pies. Like I wanted a cherry pie and a Gatorade. And I asked him how much it was. And he said, it's nothing. Free? It's free. It's free. It's free. Take it. I have a I have a tendency to eat a lot of Girl Scout cookies, okay. and my wife calls me out on it. And she caught me the other day as I was just jamming on a box of tagalongs. I had had like five in in one sitting, and she was like, "Honey, what are you That's doing?" And I shut the freezer door and went. It's nothing. It's nothing. Never mind. Carry on, doctor. Uh, I, Carry on, doctor. Every every day, every time, uh, every week for the show, I go to pick up JTE and, and drive him to the uh, uh, to the studio. And the one time I picked him up, and he was on the telephone, and he said, "No, no, I love you. Goodbye." <laughs> and I was like, who, "Who are you talking to?" It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Never mind. <laughs> JT, would you like to uh, have a rebuttal on that one? Or? I, I'm trying to think of one, and I can't think of anything to go. You, I mean, I think Begley hit out of the park with that first one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How many times has you know your parents come yeah. on you, you got a dirty magazine or a porno, and you're just like, ah, yeah. there's nothing, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. Never mind. This is this, this is, is wait wait wait. This go. is what this is what. <laughs> Whenever this is brought up at a uh, a panel where George Lucas is talking, and they're like, "Hey," they're like, "George Lucas, so what are your thoughts on Howard the Duck?" You know, some people say that it it's a failure of a movie, and he just goes, "It's nothing. It's nothing. Never mind." That's his response to any time they ask for a sequel. Well, uh, weirdly enough, though, uh, we, you know, we were talking about it, and I, I kind of felt bad because we, you know, we were making fun of him for a while. But I went to go visit Doctor uh, William Hoyk, as he calls himself, uh, in his psych world. Uh, it's so a, the director of uh, Howard yeah, the, the director Duck. of Howard the Duck, and uh, I just I wanted to know his opinions on um, you know people's feelings on Howard the Duck, and he just responded quickly. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Never mind. Actually, Tim Robbins, in his acceptance speech, when he won for, I think he won for Best Shawshank, Supporting right? Actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he won for Best Supporting Actor, he was like, and I'd also like to thank Howard. And then he stopped himself, and everyone looked at him. And on live television, he said, It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Never mind. 
Um, that was the last time we saw Tim Robbins. Weirdly enough, uh, Idina Menzel, big, big fan of Howard the Duck. And uh, in her first interview, post uh, face fondling by John Travolta after the Oscars, and they said, how did you feel about that? She screamed, uh, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Never mind. <laughs> that, that's actually after the documentary uh, Going Clear, I believe it's uh-huh. called, about Scientology came yeah, out. Yeah. The uh, Church of Scientology's official response was, <laughs> it's nothing. Um, That's all I got. After <laughs> in Terminator Two, uh, when they were, they were talking about you know the, the re-release of, of T Two and the building of it, and Linda Hamilton is in again in the psych ward, and then they finally found out that is there's another Terminator chasing him down. The doctor, who's shocked, tells her, "It's nothing." That wasn't it's the best. <laughs> I went too far. I went too far. I went too far. Uh, this, the time that uh, my wife walked in on me watching, um, we had watched Pitch Perfect the night before, and I'm smitten with Anna Kendrick, oh, and so I was watching smitten. it the next day, like in the morning uh-huh. again, fully clothed, nothing <laughs> creepy, but I reacted... Fully clothed for you, by the way, is no pants, just a shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And socks. Mm-hmm. I, I reacted as if she had caught me watching porn, and she's like, Ben, what are you doing? And I said... It's nothing! <laughs> And then I started singing along to the cup song. Oh, I got my ticket for the wrong way home. Uh, real quick, guys. Heisenberg on uh, the chat here wants to know what you guys thought of his appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy. Howard the Duck. I actually love that. I thought that was one of the uh, best yeah. end credit tags ever because it, it, it fit the movie Guardians of the Galaxy so well. And in, maybe in, given Howard some redemption? I think so, yeah. Because I think that, I forget what he says. He says something. I think he goes, uh, what did he say, Dirty JT? What did he say? What did Howard the Duck say in Guardians of the Galaxy? I think we have a clip of it. Oh, he's like disgusting. No, no, no. We have a clip of it. Oh, on Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Hold on. You're you're missing the whole joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which one. <laughs> 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 he looked, oh, he looked at the collector, and the collector <laughs> said, <laughs> "It's nothing. Never mind." Because <laughs> the collector was sitting there talking about the five Infinity Gems and and which are Infinity Stones in the yeah. comics, and uh, and Howard the Duck's going, "What are you talking about? Who's Thanos?" And he goes. It's nothing. It's nothing. Never mind. So if Howard would just tell the Avengers and everything, then the Infinity War would never happen, and Phase yeah. Three of Marvel would not exist. Oh. It's kind of like when you talk to Matt LeBlanc about his turn in the movie uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. No, no, Lost in no, Space. Lost in Space. Lost in Space. And you're like, so Matt, what did you think of the script when you first read it? It's nothing. It's nothing. Never mind. Carry on, Doctor. Carry on, Doctor. Our show, it's sort of like, okay, it's sort of like that time that, you know, uh, you you go into the doctor and, uh, let's just say the dentist and he's like, I thought you were going to do an STD check joke. No, no, no. I mean, those are, that's too easy. That's 2004. Yeah. Nobody gets STD checks anymore. Guys, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Just use a used condom from a duck's wallet. You'll be fine. Uh, the, you go into the dentist and he, you know, you're on some laughing gas and he's filling your cavity. He's like, how do, how do I do? How do I do? And the dentist goes, it's nothing. It's nothing. Never mind. What kind of dentist do you go to? The dentist in, uh, Batman, the first Michael Keaton one that yeah. fixes, uh, the Joker's face. Yeah. I mean, he's a good one. Yeah. He's uh, the only uh, one I could get on Obamacare. So. Uh, <laughs> 
and this episode on an Obamacare joke. On Obamacare joke. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I mean, I feel yeah. like sometimes the worst the movies yeah, are. Yeah, it's so fun. It's a really good time. Uh, guys, as always, thank you for for watching and being a part of our uh, our fun little program here. Uh, we I thought we were going to play Howard the Duck on the way out, but I guess not. Maybe we still can. Can we still play? No, we can't. Can we get it in there, JT? Can we get some Howard? Wait. There we go. Oh, it's a remix. It's both. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Josh McCuga at Ben Bagley Comedy. Uh, any of the YouTube comments, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, give us some recommendations. You guys have been giving us some really, really good options. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Ben. See you next week. Until then. Sure to visit popcorntalk.com.